Hey everybody, my name is Danielle and this is Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. Your presence is very much appreciated. So welcome or welcome back. Today I'm going to chat about a new original movie on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Unthinkably Good Things. This was a big event and it is an original mahogany presentation. I'll talk more about that in a few. So if you're interested, keep listening. All right, Unthinkably Good Things. It premiered on Sunday, August 28th. It aired simultaneously on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Hallmark and Hallmark Drama Channels. It stars Karen Pittman, who plays Allison, Joyful Drake, who plays Melina, Erica Ash, who plays Reese, Lance Gross, who plays Andre, Jermaine Love, who plays Lucas, and Luca Seda, who plays Nico. And the synopsis is as follows. At a crossroads, excuse me, at a crossroads in her career and love life, Allison is in need of the love and support of her two friends, Melina and Risa. When they visit her in Tuscany, the reunion causes each woman to re-examine the state of her own life and relationships. While they have different personalities and perspectives, they know each other's truths and help to make life-changing decisions. Between the good wine, delicious food, and healthy a healthy serving of romance set against the beautiful backdrop of Tuscany, the three women relish in the importance of friendship and inspire each other to make this season, this next season the best one yet and to take the leap to pursue the life and loves they have always wanted. All right, first unthinkably good things it's a new original movie created and the first movie under the mahogany imprint mahogany offers a platform for positive and authentic black stories Um, it's rooted in the hallmark greeting card line of the same name Uh, mahogany is a brand of cards and gifts launched by hallmark more than 40 years ago and it's geared towards the African-American community, the black community. It features themes of family, community, human connection, and positivity. Um, So Hallmark Media, Hallmark, decided to connect the Mahogany brand into a series of films um, that touches upon the Mahogany brand's theme. And I have to say, as a fan of the Hallmark Networks, um, excuse me, as a fan of the Hallmark Networks, I love everything about this brand extension for Hallmark. I love the idea of seeing more stories with people who look like me and stories through the lens of black culture. There is there is space for these stories. And as a fan of the Hallmark Networks, networks um, it's about time. And if my memory serves me correctly, I'm just talking about 2002, I can name two movies where we get a taste of this. Um, And those movies were A Second Chance at Love and Caribbean Summer, right? And there's been a lot of new movies premiering on the Hallmark Networks. um, But those are two that are similar to what I'm about to talk about when I talk about unthinkably good things. Um, Those two movies that I just named, they weren't under the mahogany imprint. um, But these movies were led with black leads and the black cast. Um, So thank you, Hallmark Media and what a great start uh, you made with this mahogany presentation, Unthinkably Good Things. 
and I already look forward to the next movie under this umbrella uh, coming in September. I believe it's on the 11th um, called To Her With Love. So I'm really excited about that. All right. So unthinkably good things. This movie was executive produced by Corinne D. Williams, Monique Nash and Christina Giubetti. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, Corinne D. Williams, she was also an executive producer of Merry Little Christmas and Merry Little Christmas Wedding. I love both of those movies. They were really cute. Uh, Dave Wolf is the producer and notably his uh, more a recent movie he's produced. He produced was Love in the Limelight and uh, the Sister Swap Christmas in the City. That was a really cute movie. Um, and Terry J. Vaughn directs this movie unthinkably good things um she played levita in the steve harvey show i think that's where i first saw her and most recently i watched her in the show that um in a show i watch weekly it's called johnson it's in its second season and terry j vaughn she plays principal wanda so she is directing um she's a great actress in her own right and based on this movie unthinkably good things right terry j vaughn is a really good director as well uh, this movie made me smile and big smiles. It made me laugh. I related to the women and their stories. Um, I love that we see stories through the lens of black women and sisterhood. I just loved this representation. And these actresses, actresses, they were superb. They are excellent at their craft. And oh, it was just so good. I, I watched it twice. <laughs> um, all right, so... Let's talk about the scenery and the landscape. Uh, they are on location in Italy, Tuscany, and the views and the imagery are beautiful. Uh, the Italian Renaissance, right? We got the paintings, the architecture, the music, the food. Uh, it was lovely. Um, they had to have had a good time on location. Uh, uh, but let me back up for a second. When the movie opened, uh, they took us back to 2005 and we get a little introdu introduction to each woman, right? Or we get a little introduction to the women, right? They don't go one by one, but it kind of all is uh, merged together. We see Allison and Melina are in the Jeep waiting for their friend, Risa. Uh, Risa supposedly is <laughs> in the apartment breaking up with her guy at the time. And they're just waiting for her to come back. And they're having discussions in the car and reminiscing about some of a bad relationship they have and how much they mature and stuff like that. All right. We're introduced to Risa as she hurries and runs <laughs> as she hurries and runs to the car with a dog in her hand. And she's like, start the car, start the car. And let's just say there was a bit of dog napping going on. <laughs> um, but that, that made me chuckle. Um, it wasn't a negative portrayal, despite what I saw on Facebook. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, but um, there's a small part of... Um, a small part of the Hallmark fan base that I saw on Facebook. Um, and it's like those women just watched the, the first five minutes. They already made up their minds and they turned it off um, because from what they have expressed uh, negative, it's negative And it's a, oh, that's a good way to behave. But they had some type of negative stereotype in their head and shame on them. Right. Um, it kind of, it kind of bothered my spirit seeing some of these negative comments online um, about the entirety of the Hallmark Mahogany brand itself, let alone the movie altogether. So that was disappointing to me to see um, because I consider myself a part of the Hallmark fan base. 
I'm a black woman. I enjoy Hallmark Media and their movies and mysteries and Christmas movies, you know. So it was hurtful to see that those comments, um, to say the least. But there were more positive comments. Um, and so I'm choosing to try to focus my my energy on on those. Um, but I just wanted to say that little part. It just annoyed me. Anyway, uh, I don't want to detract from the success of this movie or this how great this movie was. Unthinkably good things. All right. So the story surrounding the three best friends reunite, reuniting in Tuscany, Italy, um, and they make important decisions on life and love. It certainly is relatable, right? Um, and with the overarching plot of the movie, we were able to get the subplots with each woman's story in parallel, right? And I thought it was well done. The story was easy to follow. It had purpose in the way it developed each character. And we got to understand each of their personalities, their fears, their dreams, their triumphs, right? And each of the stories made sense, meaning it was believable and it wasn't a stretch, right? When I was live tweeting, which is the reason I had to watch the movie twice, <laughs> I saw someone mention that there is a lot to getting a visa when living in Italy and it just can't be done that fast. And I read that like, girl, come on. <laughs> um, even if that were true, it didn't have an impact on the story in terms of that visa. A visa didn't have an impact on the story. It wasn't even mentioned. Um, and let's remember this movie is entertainment, right? There's an entertainment value there. So why are we going all in the weeds? Like, oh, this is unbelievable because of the visa. Like, come on. Um, I didn't sit back and think, what is Allison going to do now? You know, does she need another passport? I didn't think that that, that was... Uh, that didn't have much value in the storyline to me. You know, I just went with what it just, whatever. I'm getting off track. I don't want to ramble. Anyway, um, I was able to follow the story of sisterhood as well as their individual stories, including each of their love interests. And the guys were good too. Yeah. Um, the guys complimented the women and that Lucas, the character Lucas Williams, uh, which was played by Jermaine Love. Yeah, I was a fan. Yes, I was a fan. Um, and we already know Lance Gross, right? He was so good in this role as the supporting hubs. Um, there was one line where he told Risa, look, I have a job and I can't play with you all day. <laughs> and that was real. Like, I felt the dialect in the movie is that the right term? I don't know. I just felt like I connected with the little things in the movie that were said and I caught on to things, right? Because it's just so natural in my everyday life. Like I really connected with it. Like the line I just mentioned, um, I can hear my husband saying that, look, I don't have time to play with you all day. I got stuff to do. Right. <laughs> um, and the music, I have Jill Scott in my playlist. I, I mean, I connected to the music. I was singing right along with, um, golden, <laughs> uh, the mannerisms, the looks, the relationships with your girls, the personalities, I connected to it all. And it just felt good. Black culture on Hallmark. It's kind of nice, you guys. Um, okay, so there was a romance. There was romance in the movie. Um, but I have to acknowledge that the main storyline surrounding the girlfriend's relationship and their sisterhood, I, I guess I'm trying to say that that was the main storyline. Um, but the romance we saw was nice, too. Um, I like the thought of a Nico. And he was so supportive and respective 
or excuse me, and respectful and smitten with Allison, wasn't he? Um, he was like Allison's soft place to fall. He's very charming. And I like at the end of the movie how he picked her up and put her on that Vespa. <laughs> and I wonder if that was written in the script. Um, like I also alluded to earlier, I love me some Lucas Williams. Yes, that character. Uh, he showed up on the screen and we all said, hello, Mr. Lucas. Hi. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, not only is he nice to look at, nice looking man, um, but Lucas had a little game and I appreciated that. He brought Melina to the sunflower field and how he asked her to dinner and how he leaned in for the kiss, the accent, all of it, all of it. Um, yeah, we definitely like Lucas Williams. Yes, we did. Um, Andre, I love Lance Gross. He played this role very well. Um, I loved how he showed up at the end. It was so endearing and it just gave so much. Um, he talked with Risa when they had their good talk, but him showing up at the end, it was nice to see. And I felt it. Uh, like I said, I like the romance of each couple. I like the relationship with the women and their sisterhood. I read somewhere, um, someone I read someone online or something online where they said they described the women as having their own romance with life and I thought that was a very accurate depiction of what we saw in this movie uh, so let's talk a little bit about the funny there was a lot of funny in this movie the dog napping cracked me up and that that started us off and I that just had me cracking up Miss Erica Ash <laughs> This woman had me hollering throughout the entire movie. Um, she is so animated and just so funny. Her facial expressions, they were timed perfectly. Her timing was on point throughout the movie. I loved it. Um, there were many, many lines. I may not have picked the funniest one I'm about to tell you, but there was one that still cracks me up. Um, when she told the girl, she told the girls um, that she and Audrey had it out last night and they were asking like, well, what happened? <laughs> she said, he's, <laughs> he's refusing to take the painting class. Oh my God. It still makes me laugh so much. She was like, he's refusing to take the painting class. And it's funny because of where she was in her life at that moment. And you guys have to see it. I, I'm giving a few spoilers here, but you have to see the movie to appreciate that line. It was hysterical to me. Um, he's like, he's, <laughs> he's refusing to take the painting class. Um, but there was a lot of funny in this movie. Erica Ash is really funny. I watched her on Survivor's Remorse and she's she was good on that too. But I loved her in this movie. Um, and she cracked me up. Just her facial. She's so animated. She was so good in this movie. All of the women were good. But Erica Ash is very, very, very funny to me. Um, anyway. Oh, and, and just little things in the movie. Like when um, she was she was asking Allison, am I doing too much? Like that's another example. That's a phrase I, I relate to too. I use that phrase. My friends use that phrase. Um I talk that way, you know, and that's just another example of how I connected with this movie. It was real to me. Um, anyway, there were very funny moments in the movie and Erica Ash, who played Risa, was excellent. Um, I enjoyed the performances and really didn't have any issues with any of the performances. I liked Allison's poetic heart and I thought she was played very well. Um, that character was cre a creative spirit 
And weren't we all cheering her on when she ran into that boardroom? We were like, yay, yes. Um, Melina, I felt this character was guarded and fearful, I thought. Uh, But we know her storyline with her battle with cancer, um, breast cancer, and how that sparked her into opening her own business um, and just keeping up with that. And how she dealt with like keeping the business open and its ups and downs. So I appreciated that character. Um, The chemistry between the leads, the chemistry between the leads with their love interests, I thought were done well. They were really, really good. Really, really good chemistry. I believe they were friends and wives and girlfriends. I believe them in their roles. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, There were so many memorable lines uh, when Risa said, he knows I take my problems to the altar, implying like she'll pray through whatever she was going through. And this reference is another example of where I connected with the movie, right? This is something real in, in the black community. And and that, that phrase she used was in reference to her thoughts of uh, being opposed to therapy, right? Um, and this is certainly a stance that I see in my own family, right? I lived through this. Um, but I thought that was, that was kind of slipped in there. Right. And I don't know. I just thought that was done well. That was a real thing. Um, and that's, I just, I guess what I'm trying to say is that's what I mean. Um, when I caught little things like that and it was just relatable and I connected to that feeling and I understood it. Right. Um, and I'm not judging if it's right or wrong. Right. Uh, I'm just saying that that phrase, you know, well, I'll take my problems to the altar. Like, that's a real thing. Um, And I knew what she meant in that moment. All right. uh, The one thing that started with and ended the movie was from Allison. One of the lines I'm talking about. And that was the fall in love with your fresh start. I love that. I loved it. I love this movie. I love this cast. I love the directing. Uh, There were good moments and the timing of their lines were done well. In fact, I think this entire movie was done well. Well done. Um, Oh, I also made a note here that I love that the lead women were not defined by their relationship to their men. I mean, we saw this and we witnessed this when Allison shared with Nico about being a black woman and having to claw a little more, a little harder. Relatable. Um... I think that's how she put it, but I related to that moment. Um, I got that reference. And again, another example on how I connected to the character. Uh, So that was nice to see. Um, I love the representation in this movie. I appreciated the representation. I saw me. I felt me. It was black culture. It was everything. And to top it off, it's on a network I enjoy watching already. And I'm a fan of. So good job, Hallmark. I like this direction you're taking. I like the path you're on. Um, the only thing I didn't feel we were able to get get wrapped up in a nice little bow uh, in, in terms of the storyline was the ladies and their individual uh, romantic relationships, right? Risa and her husband having a baby and if she found her passion. Uh, Melina and Lucas, where did that relationship go, right? And for that matter... Um, there's room to see Allison and Nico, how they elevate their relationship, going from dating to admitting that they are a couple and if they'll get married, right? So there's room to know more about that, right? Or to write more about that. Um, I don't think all of that could have been added to this movie specifically because that goes beyond the core storyline of the friends and their sisterhood. But there's room 
for more, right? Looking at each of these characters' lives and their romantic stories and, and where they where they take off um, at the end from the end of this story, right? So there's room for more movies, right, surrounding these ladies. I hope we see more of them. Um, I really, really love this movie. Everything about it, it made me feel good, made me smile. I got the feels, and it was well done. Unthinkably good things. Have you seen the movie? What did you think? You have to let me know your thoughts in the comment below. Oh yeah, um, and out of all of the friends, which one do you do you think you're most like? Or do you have any friends like any of these characters? I'd love to know. So make sure you leave me a comment and uh, share that with me, all right? And that's all I have. So be sure to come back and give me a listen. I'd love for you to like, share, follow, and subscribe, all of which will help my channel grow. So thank you in advance. All right, my name is Danielle. You're listening to Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I appreciate your support. And that's all I have. Thanks again for listening. And I'll talk to you next time.